Welcome to Newest, Latest, Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Thursday, November 2nd, 2017. I want to talk a little bit more about Assassin's Creed Origins because I've been playing a ton of it, and I can't overstate how much it has completely turned me around on the Assassin's Creed universe, and most of that is because it has adopted gameplay mechanics from games that I really love, notably big open-world role-playing games like The Witcher or Horizon Zero Dawn. Sure, it retains a lot of the trappings of the Assassin's Creed universe, the idea of desynchronizing with your with your Assassin's Creed memories and climbing to the top of the highest point in town to synchronize and get a lay of the land and then doing your leap of faith from, you know, 20 stories up into a bale of hay, which somehow lets you survive that kind of fall. All of that stuff I actually liked from the Assassin's Creed universe. I mean, that, that, was, that was cool. And the traversal, the fact that I can just push, hold down the A button and push forward and I can move over anything. I can climb. My, my character will just find his footholds and handholds. I don't really have to even participate very much in the traversal, at least picking my route. He'll do all that for me. And it makes the entire world a playground because you can really clamor over anything. If you need to get to the top of something, it's pretty simple. There's not much puzzle there. It's not like Uncharted or even Horizon Zero Dawn in that sense of trying to find where you need to go and make the jump. It's not Tomb Raider. You are firmly in the Assassin's Creed world where you can just clamor over everything, balance perfectly on the tippy-toppest of things. <laughs> Uh, and all that actually, I think, makes for some fun gameplay stuff. But what they've added are all those trappings of quests and open world and role-playing and leveling up and loot that I find so fun. And the game is constantly giving me interesting things to do. The quests themselves are varied and interesting. The game world is enormous. And I can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> it is enormous. I have gone back to play some more Horizon Zero Dawn lately because I have a, an early copy of The Frozen Wilds, which I'm not allowed to talk about yet, but rest assured I will talk about it just as soon as I can. But I've been replaying, or not replaying, going back into that game world, and having gone back in that game world, butted up against uh, my continued playthrough of Assassin's Creed Origins, I realized just how tiny <laughs> and and lacking in stuff Horizon Zero Dawn's game world was in comparison. And it wasn't tiny or lacking in, in stuff to do. It is a massive game world, but it is, it is a tiny speck when compared to Assassin's Creed Origins. And I kind of marvel at just the pure work it took to realize an Egypt with so much detail, so much stuff going on in it, so many structures and planes and vast deserts and people moving about and just constant stuff to do. And I find myself, 
as fun as the as the uh, quests are, which side note. I don't love the story. There are some aspects of the story that are interesting, but I'm not really playing this game because I'm being pulled through the story like I was with Horizon Zero Dawn. But I'm being pulled through because the mechanics are so fun, the setting is so compelling and interesting, and I want to find out what's around that next corner. I want to keep leveling up my character and able to do more cool stuff and get new cool loot and take down cooler and cooler enemies. And like I said, the game is giving me lots of cool things to do. I find myself preoccupied with doing location objectives, any kind of big location you get to. There are restricted locations, which means if you step foot on there, the guards are going to attack you. And this is something that I think is different from some of the previous Assassin's Creed games that I played, which you were a a sort of wanted person all the time. And if you did anything, if you stepped out of line and did anything weird, it was sort of like Grand Theft Auto, where you would get a bounty on your head and they would get alerted and you would just have to constantly avoid places and people. Now, in Origins, it seems like you get to choose. You're going to go into restricted space, and therefore you will now enter stealth mode or full-on attack mode and take down that structure however you choose. And in contrast to previous Assassin's Creed games I've played, I actually feel empowered doing that in Origins. I actually feel like... The stealth is my friend instead of this albatross around my neck that I'm constantly having to deal with and uh, avoid being overwhelmed by too many enemies or caught and therefore my quest would fail or something like that. Now, it feels like Horizon Zero Dawn stealth where I use it as a weapon in my arsenal. I use it as a way to feel empowered and do cool stuff and take down guys fast. And I'm constantly wanting to do these location objectives, which are tied to these restricted areas. And they task you with killing a certain number of captains or uh, high-ranking people that are, that are stationed at that location and looting a certain number of special chests. So you have to search around and find that stuff and take down the area and prevent the enemies from lighting a, uh, a warning beacon that will call more troops it's really fun. It has nothing to do with the main game, but I kept keep finding myself wanting to tick off these locations on my map in the same way I would want to in Horizon Zero Dawn tick off the bandit camps, for example. It's very similar. I mean, the bandit camp is the same type of thing. You step foot there, you're a wanted person, and you got to take them down or they'll take you down. But it doesn't intrude on your enjoyment of the overall game world because you can easily avoid those places and only... Take them on when you're ready and when you want to. And the combat is really fun in Assassin's Creed Origins now. It's it's much more interesting to find new loot and new weapons and crafting materials. One really clever thing they've done is tied some crafting materials to transports, to actual NPCs that are moving them from place to place. And you can use your hawk, your falcon companion to spot transports and identify the materials that are in their convoy and decide to hijack them, to kill the the people that are guarding them and steal those resources for yourself. Again, nothing to do with main quests in the game. It's just a fun activity that isn't specifically like, you know, a quest chain of collect feathers or do taxi cab missions or whatever. It's not as 
structured as that. It's just a living game world that has certain things in it that are valuable to me and so incentivize certain gameplay opportunities, which I think is a much smarter way to do open world. Again, I'll reference Horizon Zero Dawn because I think it's one of the best open world games I've played in a long time. Similar thing is happening there. You have to get certain specific materials to be able to get the best weapons, even buy them from vendors. You have to take down mechanical creatures in the environment and loot specific things that will be required in trading, even in payment at vendors. So it's inspiring you to go out into the game world and do fun stuff, to engage in the combat and to, in the case of, of Assassin's Creed, to take down these, these transports. And I find myself doing all kinds of this stuff because the world itself is so interesting and vibrant and full of life. The cities feel gigantic and bustling. And as interesting as Egypt is as a setting, I find myself wishing that they would go back and just retroactively change all of the old Assassin's Creed games into this gameplay style. So I could go back and play Renaissance Italy or Colonial America or... Paris, you know, all of these wonderful settings that have existed in the game worlds of Assassin's Creed franchise games. I want to go back and play them like this, like big open world role playing games instead of how I experienced them frustratingly the first time around. Okay, I want to check in on a call in now because we've been talking so much about Mario Odyssey and rightfully so. I got an interesting call in from a friend of the show. Danish sent this in and he's got an homage to another one of my shows, the slash film cast and a boom goes the dynamite joke. Hey Jeff, this is Danish from Chicago. This week I played a joyous, brilliant puzzle platformer where you travel to a variety of colorful worlds, all with different themes where the main mechanic is to possess different adorable creatures that give you fun and inventive new abilities lets you explore and solve puzzles where you're constantly hopping from one creature to another, sometimes staying in one just because it's so fun. Um, but enough about Space Station Silicon Valley for the N64. Um, so this week I was playing Mario Odyssey and it just struck me that this is the spiritual sequel to one of my favorite games from 20 years ago, Space Station Silicon Valley. So I wanted to call in because I really encourage people to go back and look up this game just as a fun little history lesson. Um, it was made by DMA Design which went on to become Rockstar Games, which is super cool. Uh, it had a fun, like, Wallace and Gromit style of humor and art. Um, it was really, really cool, a real great gem that kind of was underappreciated in its time. So go back and check it out, especially if you like Mario Odyssey. All right, Danish, I just spent the last 20 minutes watching YouTube clips of Space Station Silicon Valley for the N64. I didn't know about this game. I never played this game. Ah, I'm surprised that I had never heard of it, but it looks really adorable. Of course, very dated at this point, but I love that it conjures those memories for you. And I wonder if there's anybody else out there that was reminded of this game or learned of this game as I did based on your call-in. I appreciate it. You know, you guys, if you want to send call-ins talking about any games you're playing or used to play or have loved or love present past or future, please don't hesitate to download that Anchor app, record your voice as a call-in, and send it right in. It is so easy. Also, I should note, right after I finish recording this, I'm heading down to Anaheim for BlizzCon. So if you will be at BlizzCon, 
please say hi if you see me. I would love to run into some newest, latest, best listeners. And even if you can't make it to BlizzCon, rest assured that I'll be covering it in a big way right here. So stay tuned for tomorrow's episode where we run down all the big announcements at their big show.